Today's reading is Romans 15. We who are strong ought to bear with the shortcomings of the weak, and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please his neighbor for his good, to build him up. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written for our instruction, so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. Now may the God who gives endurance and encouragement grant you harmony with one another in Christ Jesus, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another, then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring glory to God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the circumcised on behalf of God's truth, to confirm the promises made to the patriarchs, so that the Gentiles may glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles, I will sing hymns to your name. And again it says, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and extol him, all you peoples. And once more Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will appear, one who will arise to rule over the Gentiles. In him the Gentiles will put their hope. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you believe in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I myself am convinced, my brothers, that you yourselves are full of goodness, brimming with knowledge, and able to instruct one another. However, I have written you a bold reminder on some points, because of the grace God has given me to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles in the priestly service of the gospel of God, so that the Gentiles might become an offering acceptable to God, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Therefore I exalt in Christ Jesus in my service to God. I will not presume to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me in leading the Gentiles to obedience by word and deed, by the power of signs and wonders, and by the power of the Spirit of God. So from Jerusalem all the way around to Illyricum, I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ. In this way, I have aspired to preach the gospel where Christ was not known, so that I would not be building on someone else's foundation. Rather, as it is written, those who were not told about him will see, and those who have not heard will understand. That is why I have often been hindered from coming to you. But now there are no further opportunities for me in these regions. And since I have longed for many years to visit you, I hope to see you on my way to Spain. And after I have enjoyed your company for a while, you can equip me for my journey. Now, however, I am on my way to Jerusalem to serve the saints there. For Macedonia and Achaia were pleased to make a contribution for the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. They were pleased to do it, and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have shared in their spiritual blessings, they are obligated to minister to them with material blessings. So after I have completed this service, and have safely delivered this bounty to them, I will set off to Spain by way of you. I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. Now I urge you, brothers, by our Lord Jesus Christ, and by the love of the Spirit, to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. Pray that I may be delivered from the unbelievers in Judea, and that my service in Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints there, so that by God's will I may come to you with joy, and together with you be refreshed. The God of peace be with all of you. Amen. This is God's word.
This chapter began by wrapping up the teaching we read yesterday on Christian liberty. The Bible does not address every choice that believers make in life, so we have to apply biblical principles, godly wisdom, and personal preferences when making those choices. If your choice does not lead another person to sin, does not violate your own conscience, and you are comfortable about this choice when facing the Lord at the judgment seat of Christ, you have the freedom to choose. I just mentioned that we have to apply biblical principles in these situations. The opening paragraph of today's reading emphasized that principle, which is not to please ourselves, rather each of us should please our neighbors for their good to build them up. That's verses 1 and 2. When we read First and Second Corinthians, Paul mentioned that this was the guiding principle for how he ate and for not taking money from the people of a city where he was starting a new church. Here in Romans 15, Paul points us to the example of Christ in verses 3 through 13. Because Christ did not put himself first, the insults of sinners fall on him, according to verse 3, so that the Jews might receive God's promises to them, as verse 8 tells us, and the Gentiles might glorify God as well. That's verses 9 through 13. This reminds us of the importance of considering others when we make choices that we don't believe to be sinful, but that others might believe to be sinful. We should accept other believers without casting doubt on the sincerity of their faith, according to verse 8, and we should make choices that won't cause division in the body of Christ. In verses 14 through 32, Paul expressed his confidence in the believers at Rome and described his plans to come visit them in the future. He asked them to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. That's according to verse 30. Because he was confident about their faith and the maturity in Christ, according to verse 14. Despite his confidence in them spiritually, he conceded that he had written to you quite boldly on some points to remind you of them again. That's in the NIV's translation. This reminds us that strong Christians need to hear direct confrontational application of God's word to our lives. No matter how much we grow in grace, we will still have points of ignorance, personal blind spots, and areas where obedience is a struggle for us. Our faith in Christ should give us the humility to receive correction in these areas and to use them to help us grow stronger for the glory of God. Have you received some uncomfortably direct teaching recently, maybe in the form of a message from the pulpit or a personal conversation from another believer. Our tendency in those moments is self-defense, and maybe that was your initial reaction as well. On further reflection, however, if you see the wisdom and truth of the words that were spoken to you, have the humility to receive them and put them into practice in your life. Please sign up to receive this in your email, if you don't already, by going to dailypbj.com slash subscribe. Please consider also supporting me financially and go to dailypbj.com slash support for more information about that. Please also consider sharing this video with someone who might be helped by it. God bless you. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you next time.